I'm Claire Mattis, and you're listening to Seeking Refuge News, a podcast sharing stories of refugees and the world events that affect them. On August 15, 2021, Kabul, the capital city of Afghanistan, fell to Taliban rule, with the president fleeing the country and citizens scrambling to escape through the city's airport. This occurred almost 20 years after the U.S.-led coalition to end Taliban rule began. The plan to remove U.S. troops from Afghanistan began last April, two weeks after the president announced the removal of U.S. troops despite the objections from his generals. The plan was originally to remove 3,500 American troops deployed at Bagram Air Base by July 4th. The second part of the plan was to keep the American embassy open, where the remaining 1,400 American citizens would be protected by 650 Marines. As the Taliban grew in strength, numbers, and gained territory throughout the summer, there was threat of retribution against thousands of interpreters, translators, and others who aided the American war effort. Several refugee groups, including Human Rights First, the International Refugee Assistance Project, No One Left Behind, and the Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Service, met at the White House urging for a mass evacuation and spoke against a backlogged special visa program. This program could keep Afghans waiting for months or even years for evacuation. According to the Choose Love nonprofit organization, interpreters are already in grave danger of beheadings and other forms of execution. Biden announced that the U.S. would not extend the August 31st deadline for completing the U.S.-led evacuation. This means that it will not be possible to evacuate all at-risk people to safety. A direct quote from the Choose Love organization. The country is now also facing a humanitarian crisis. According to the World Food Program, millions of Afghans could face the threat of starvation due to a combination of conflict, drought, and the pandemic. The question of if international organizations will be able to provide humanitarian aid is still unanswered. The Taliban have been consulting stakeholders to form a government that has support from a variety of Afghan populations. They claim it will be inclusive and Islamic. However, it remains unclear what this government will actually look like. The Taliban has also announced general amnesty for civil servants and promised to ensure safety for residents of Kabul. While it appears the Taliban intends to institute a governing body that will uphold basic human rights, the world remains skeptical. There have already been reports of violence and killings against the Hazara community, a long-persecuted Shia minority. Taliban fighters have also reportedly been searching door-to-door for those who worked for the previous Ghani regime. The International Rescue Committee is particularly concerned for women and girls in Afghanistan as they are increasingly bearing the brunt of the violence and make up around half of civilian casualties. There are additional fears of restrictions due to the ability of women to work and move freely and access education. As a result, female activists have made bold challenges to Taliban rule, taking to the streets to demand equal rights following the announcement of a male-only interim government. Protesters and a number of journalists covering the protest were hit with whips and told to return home and accept the emirate. I'm Claire Mattis with Seeking Refuge. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.